Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We've got a great one for you today. I know a lot of people are in the chat, ready to go, excited. We are going to be talking to the founders of Creeps, an NFT project that has built an entire ecosystem and working on building a global brand. I know everyone wants to hear more about that. I'm excited to hear more about that. We've had a huge week. We gave away a whitelist spot yesterday for Star Wolves. Uh, we talked to Cool Cats last week. We have done so many cool interviews recently, and we got more exciting things coming up, including that Creeps interview in just a little bit. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. <laughs> All right, everyone, as I said, this is the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. Man, I know there is a lot of people here ready to hear about creeps. The chat is going wild. If everyone can do me a favor, since you're already here, smash that like button. Subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel. We are trying to build up our NFT coverage, and we would love to have you here along for the ride. Uh before we start the interview, I do want to give a shout out to today's sponsor. Our episode is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. And the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more about the FTX app, click on the link in the description below and also in the chat right now. So if you have not signed up for an FTX account, be sure to check them out and let them know that Benzinga sent you and a shout out to FTX for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, without further ado, before we get into this interview, I think it's time to bring on my co-host, uh, Coming to you live from Detroit today in the Benzinga studio, we have Benzinga's own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Hola. You look a little bit different today. I look know. At that we, got, we got the full the full uh, gambit here. We got we're we're in it. We're in it to win it. We are uh, <laughs> professional stepping it up in Detroit. Coming from you live from it. Detroit. Love it. We are in it to win it. And I mean, Brian can. I, can you see the chat right now? Like oh, it's going it is wild. going insane. Are y'all uh, excited for, for something? Do we have like a cool guest on her? I, I don't even know. Yes, and I did see someone in the chat say the comments uh, appear live on the screen. That is correct. Um, there aren't a ton of interviews that do this, right? Where you can see all those comments live on screen during the interview. So with that being said, go ahead and uh, drop those comments. Leave some questions. Let us know you're here. Let us know where you're from so we can tell where this international and, uh, you know, U.S. audience is coming from, right? Let us know what country, what it. state you're from. We are going to break the internet. Yeah. We're going to break Benzinga YouTube records right now. So go ahead, smash that like, subscribe to the channel. And Brian, we've, we've, 
we've already had a huge week, right? We oh, gave yeah. away one thousand dollars in Ethereum over over the last week as a contest. And we a did. Star Wolf. Arr! Yesterday we gave away a Star Wolf. We airdropped that to one lucky person in the chat, and we got more exciting things coming. And I am so excited that today we are doing an interview with a a project that I can say I wish I knew more about. And what happens when I wish I knew more about? <laughs> I, I about go, to find out. I go do some research and I reach out and we try to get the team on. And I, I mean, Brian, we, we had Franklin on, right? Who owns, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what Too the many board is today. Apes. 40, he needs to give us 42. I think he owns 42 <laughs> board apes. And one of the projects he talked about Ridiculous. was creeps, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the you fact like that them. someone who owns that many bored apes uh, said all these positive things about creeps, uh, that made me uh, do some uh, digging and some thinking. You had to go so, creep uh, on the creeps, huh? We we did, and I'm so excited. Brian, what do you think? Should we uh, should we get into this interview before the, uh, before I, our the chat, chat might explode? <laughs> Jeez, Louise, guys, are you excited or something? Like. Who are they? Let's 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 find out who they are. Let's find out what they're all about. I mean, this is the most I've ever seen it active ever. So let's let's uh, dive into it. Let's get all let's right, get guys. So that just because we're going to bring them on doesn't mean to stop those comments. Let's keep those comments flying. And in the meantime, I am excited to welcome on to the roadmap the creators of Creeps. We have Joe and Dom joining us on the stream Shirt today. Hey, all Chris. Right. Hi, Joe hey, and Dom, what is going on? It's all good. It's all good. I think, you know, first up, <laughs> the Creeps community go really hard. Um, and they may or may not we break see. I like it. All right. It looks like there's there's Joe. He's back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, how you doing, guys? Excited to be here and excited to I chat. Hear Joe. Yeah, well, I can hear him. Uh, we're both excited to, for you guys to be here. Obviously, awesome. I don't know why. Well, Chris, can you not hear anyone? I can hear you, and uh, I heard Dom first. I have. I I don't know what to do. All right. Well, we will keep it rolling. We'll roll guys. with it. We'll figure so it out. So excited to to have you guys here and to learn more about the Creeps ecosystem, right? So before we dive into Creeps, just wondering if you guys can both share a little bit about your history in the cryptocurrency and NFT space with us. So uh, uh, let's start uh, here with Joe. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, to give a bit of background on, on myself, you know, I've been, I've been in, um, in crypto probably since 2011. Um, arguably, my crypto career has been pretty terrible. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, made some, I've made some pretty terrible bets, but, you know, I think hey, what, right I, what I've you. done throughout throughout this period is learn, right? And I think that's the most important thing we can all be doing at this stage is how do we, you know, how do we start to validate what is good, what is bad, what are good signals, um, what are good actors? And it's it's really helped when it came to building NFTs is, you know, all of these, um, the ICOs that we chased and et cetera. And, and when it came to uh, NFTs, you know, I think we were, in, we joined NFT market about a year ago. Um, just buying, just buying projects that we believed, you know, had great stories or, you know, had interesting art. And, um, you know, I think that kind of drove us um, to want to, you know, I guess that plus the, the natural drive of being um, founders in a Web2 sense 
that urge drove us to want to build in the space and that curiosity wanted us to keep learning. And how do you best learn? You learn by doing, right? So um, right. it's been about a year in the space now. And, you know, God, it's been what a journey. You know, Creeps has been three months, which feels like a year. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been an exciting, exciting um, journey so far for us. All right. And over to you, Dom, your uh, history and experience in crypto and NFTs prior to uh, Creeps. Yeah, sure. You know, my, my, I guess my first ever experience uh, in crypto was, you know, over a decade ago. And, uh, you know, I, I was buying some less than savory products online, let's put it that way, um, as a sort of uh, adventurous uh, young man leaving his teens. Um, um, but that sort of turned me on to crypto and what it is. Um, and, you know, me and my sort of other buddies at high school who are sort of, you know, technically curious um, and philosophically curious, kind of enjoyed the the meaning behind what crypto could could do to the world. Um, now that curiosity didn't translate into you know uh, being a good investor. I would put my hands up and say I'm a terrible crypto investor. Um, but NFTs sort of actually hit me in a very different different way, um, and I think they've hit you know the market and a sort of set of users in a very different way. In that. You know, it's not just a number on a screen with some technical, you know, analysis behind it. Um, there's something more emotional and visceral and like almost like tangible storylines and things like that going on. Um, and so, you know, about a year ago, you know, Joe and I uh, started sort of investing in NFTs. And, you know, after a while, we thought this is this is really cool um, and we want to learn by building. Um, so we decided to start Creeps as a sort of weekend hobby. That's awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, sharing that background information. Let's uh, jump right into Creeps. So the Genesis launch happened, as you said, you know, a couple months ago. So tell us about uh, the Genesis launch, um, how, you know, how that process went and how it has led to, uh, you know, what Creeps has become. Yeah, I, th I think the Genesis launch is officially the most anxious moment of my entire life, um, <laughs> as I'm sure every NFT founder goes through. Um, we, you know, uh, we really focused on transparent community building. Um, all these sort of OG creeps in the chat who, who were there then know how much we lend into that. Um, you know, we were very transparent about fake versus real metrics and, um, you know, cutting bots out and making sure real people talking a lot. Anyway, by going through that process, we didn't have inflated numbers in the way a lot of discords and Twitters do. You know, our numbers comparably looked very small. Um, and a lot of people, whether they were influencers, top collectors, etc., said, you guys aren't going to mint out. Um, but we kind of took an emotional gut feel and we were like, you know, they're, they're measuring metrics here, but actually we've got a real sentiment check on depth of community here and the sort of fandom that had already been created. Um, and so we went ahead with the mint and, and it, it kind of exploded. Um, and uh, it was a really great moment, um, you know, having those, you know, thousands of people join the brand as co-owners, essentially. Joe, anything else to, uh, to add to that? I mean, I echo Dom's feeling around probably the most nerve-wracking moment. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd been in fairly comfortable Web2 jobs, um, you know, always had ambitions as, as to be uh, founders, had started businesses beforehand. Um, and, you know, when we started building in, in NFTs and created the Creeps concept, you know, we really started to do this 
purely out of passion and for and curiosity. And when you go down a route for passion and curiosity, the last thing you really think about is how do you make a you know a life out of this? How do you commercialize it? You know, we were just thinking actually this provides satisfaction for us outside of our other careers. That it allows us to be hyper creative. It allows us to build. It allows us to be around people, and they're the kind of values that we really um, enjoy and crave. So when it came to creeps, you know. We, we actually just did all the things that we would want to do if we were a part of a project. So it was, you know, everything was organic. Everything was was built through real relationships with real people. And, you know, I think those were the reasons why everyone who came and, and compared us to to every brand minting at that space, at that time, um, they thought that we we just didn't have the, the um, uh, breadth of community to be able to get to the point where we meant out. And, you know, to Dom's point around, you know, we had the depth and we took an emotional um, uh, view and judgment on it. You know, we both quit our jobs at a, a thousand Discord members after seeing the passion and energy from the Creeps community and said, right, you know, the only way we're going to do this is if we're fully one of their, one of us. So we quit, we jumped in full time and we, you know, we spent hours upon hours, you know, 16, 17 hours a day for about a month, two months, just, you know, playing games, having fun, building partnerships, building relationships. And, you know, I guess this, the, the seminal moments like mints, you know, where, where you're kind of working towards this, not really knowing what happens, but you're kind of guiding a whole community who believe in you and believe in the project to that. I guess it was less around, the, the concern was less around what if we don't make it because we don't get the money out of this or we don't get the story of success. It was like, what if we disappoint the community, right? What if actually all of this stuff didn't come to fruition and the community actually didn't to get, didn't get to be, you know, co-owners of the Creeps brand like <clears throat> we knew they they would really enjoy being. So yeah, it was it was a real emotional journey. Um, but again, you know, everything we did was was also also designed for you know what what does the six month journey look like? So the mint was one thing, but behind the scenes we we'd built and we'd built and we'd built and we had you know a whole um season one of activations ready to go before we'd minted so it wasn't like oh shit we're, we're here now what do we do there was a bit of shock on mint day but you know really what we'd, we'd done behind the scenes was prepare for both scenarios was prepare for the scenario that we get to mint out and you know then we wanted to really turn on the gas and start to deliver my my memory is not fantastic generally um but the moments i, I do remember tend to be very visceral and i remember it was about 2 a.m uh, in London. It was a cold winter's day, you know, end of December on Mint Day. Um, it was just Joe and I in a vast office by ourselves. You know, the mint happened, it minted out, and <laughs> Joe was pacing around and he looked at me, he said, I think I'm going to throw up. And I looked back up and I, was, <laughs> I said, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. the most ridiculous moment ever. Um, but yeah, you know, a, lot, a large portion of that was just how supportive the community were and how excited they were. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a feeling you can't replicate. And, you know, all the creeps who are, who are back, you know, involved then, um, you know, I'm sure they felt that too. And uh, they've carried that feeling through to new holders and, and infected everyone the sort of infectious energy. Awesome. I, I love that passion and just you guys' commitment to this project. Uh, it, it's so cool to hear, you know, these stories and the behind the scenes. Uh, I, I mentioned the Genesis. We've also had a couple other launches since then, which we'll dive into some of those specifics later on. But can you just break down kind of the differences between the Genesis shapeshifters and armory for us here? Yeah, for sure. You know, Genesis is our baby. You know, it's the it's the main 
Uh, it's the main um, asset of the creeps. Uh, you know, it's our Iron Man, it's our Mickey Mouse, um, and it always will be. Um, the shapeshifters and the reptile armory and, uh, you know, the other good stuff like that, you know, they're kind of, they're sort of artistic experiences. They are essentially the chess pieces in the, um, you know, gamified art experiences we created. You know, the, the, the creeps um, ecosystem is to divide into seasons and each season we focus on a, on a different um a different sort of game as it were or different focus and yeah. season one and um <clears throat> was all about i love those get, sorry yeah season one was about getting these really fun art characters and and having these unique mechanics you know one of the mechanics was this sort of card trading game you know we both remember being um children in the playground at school and trading pokemon cards with each other we kind of wanted to recreate that digitally um uh on chain and so you know with these shapeshifters you're looking at now you know if you collected all five of one character you could burn them and mutate them into this animated mega and you know they had different mechanics behind them that's awesome um do you want to kind of dive into the uh i guess we'll we'll say the id lizards or interdimensional lizards can you kind of explain those to us yeah, the, the interdimensionals are a big moment for us um, as a brand and as holders. Um, you know, the Creeps Genesis was a generative collection in that all 11,111 are unique um, in their traits combinations. Um, every collection we've done since have not been unique. Um, they've been repeated based on the mechanics. Interdimensionals will be the first big generative drop we've done since Creeps. Um, you know, they're going to be held up in the same category as the creeps. Um, they're all going to be unique and identical. And, you know, Psychroma Artists is, is putting a lot of deep love and care into creating um, lots of traits and, and creating really cool traits. Um, he, he, he's an awesome artist. He, you know, he's worked for Nike. He's um, the lead artist at SneakerCon. So he, you know, he's oh. got a lot of deep roots in in you know sneaker culture you know he's uh you know a 60s 70s kid and so he loves that kind of old school hip-hop and stuff and that kind of, those kind of references come into his art um so you know it, it's um it, it's a really fun special moment for a brand new collection you know the creeps holders are currently going through this really cool art experience where they're kind of incubating their own and kind of um basically opening these trait packs they kind of have luck at creating um, their own interdimensional that sort of re represents them in some other, other way. Um, and then we'll mint out the, re the uh, remainder to other communities. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting. I, I kind of like that aspect. And I like how, how you guys have all, like, there's so much different things inside the whole, uh, I guess, universe and ecosystem within the Creeps community. So how does one person, uh, let's say, how would someone just join in, in the ecosystem? How would you go about doing that? Yeah, you know, I'll be the first person to put my hands up and say, we've probably made Creeps a pretty complex ecosystem. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, that's okay. Def definitely over the next month, you know, we're going through a big sort of rebrand reposition and we're, we're going to, you know, simplify everything and, and um, make it understandable for newcomers um, because it's, there's a bit of friction getting into the creeps at the moment in terms of knowledge and understanding what the hell's going on. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if you were to get into the creeps ecosystem, you know, I would buy our Mickey Mouse, you know, get the creeps Genesis, 
Um, and up until public mint, if you join as a, as you join the community and you get a Creeps Genesis, you will get a free interdimensional um, mint. Um, and if you want to, you can join in the art experience and have a shot at, you know, getting the cool traits on it. Um, but, you know, if, if you don't want to join the experience halfway through, you can sit back, relax with your Genesis, enjoy the community and get the free mint at the end of it. Well, there you go. Awesome. You guys well, are your first. Yeah, yeah. I mean that—that that was my big question, right? Is uh, if I'm not in the Creepstopia, if I'm not in the ecosystem, how do I get involved? So it looks like Genesis is definitely the way to go. And speaking of Genesis, uh, if you just want to keep it up here on the screen, Alyssa. So we have interviewed, you know, a lot of NFT teams on our show, the Roadmap here. And one of our favorite questions to ask, which can be difficult sometimes for the founders here, is pick out you know one or two of your favorite traits now i know that's difficult because you love them all but share with us uh you know both of you uh what are some of your favorite traits and uh we'll, we'll take it from there and we'll share ours <laughs> yeah i mean go, go ahead joe i'll go first fine fine um i think one of the things which i think is important as a as a um as a I guess a team when designing a NFT collection is thinking about what's the future state. And one of the things we really um, obsessed over was how do we bring um, two things? One is as much story as possible and narrative into the brand and to the artwork. And the second thing was, I guess, optionality for where this brand could go. You know, we always had big ambitions to be a brand that transcends NFTs and starts to becoming a really, really meaningful brand in in global entertainment and what does that look like what is entertainment you know entertainment is is you know animation it's it's uh fashion it's events and when it came to the genesis one of the things uh, myself dom and, and ian cychrome that, that our artists did was you know we actually went and designed a you know a whole lo load of creeps you know own brand fashion items and you know drawing on ian's um childhood and his inspiration and his adulthood and all the references that he he's sort of grown up around which is this streetwear and, and hip-hop culture we created a, a whole collection of creeps own um items so so you know you get i guess you call them merch merch items right and you know you see them across the collection and this was just for us a, an amazing i guess um taste into what the future of the creeps brand could be you know whether it was you know, creeps bucket hats, creeps um, uh, like puffer jackets or, or windbreakers, all of these really, really cool items are completely designed by scratch, from scratch by Ian. And I think when, when we did that, we then, and, and we created the generative collection, we then realized actually just how fluid and natural the, the evolution from, from being an NFT brand into being a fashion brand is. So, you know, you'll see that on our roadmap. We have ambitions to be an actual fashion brand, not just a merch brand. And it all stemmed from the creation of the Genesis and just how well that fit. So, you know, I know that's not one piece, but I do think, you know, out of the whole collection, those which have the Creeps merch on is, is certainly my favorite. And uh, how about you, Dom? Yeah, I do actually have specific pieces that are my Let's favorite. Let's hear them. Let's um, hear them. So, um, shoot them. You know, Creeps is inspired by conspiracy theories. You know, the Creeps themselves. <laughs> Everyone are basically... says you're Banksy. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I'm not that talented. Um, uh, the um, you know the creeps themselves are based on the lizard people conspiracy, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically mm-hmm. this real life conspiracy um, made by David Icke that there's these alien lizards that have basically invaded Earth and they're hidden as human beings, and they've kind of you know they've infiltrated the highest echelons of society. You know, they're our presidents, our celebrities, our sports stars. Um, C- CEOs of companies. The, the coast to coast guy, right? Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, there's actually 15 million people in the US alone, I and mean, many more globally genuinely believe it. And it's oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Um, but anyway, you know, based on that, we've got a lot of, um, you know, uh, conspiracy themed um, traits. You know, I think you've seen like flat earth come by, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, one of mine is. Uh, the birds aren't real trait. It's just a t-shirt. Uh-huh. Says, birds yeah, aren't real. I like that. Now, I'd never heard of this conspiracy before, but you know, <laughs> it was before launch and Ian was doing, or Cyclone was doing the traits. And I was up on a hiking holiday with, <clears throat> with one of my good friends and I was showing him some of them and he, he stopped at this birds aren't real trait. And he started laughing his head off. I was like, what the hell is it? What the hell are you, what are you laughing at? Because I'd never heard of it before. And he explained this amazing conspiracy about how like birds are actually robots that are created by the government to spy on us. And there's like, it, there's lots of um, sort of tangents in, in that conspiracy that are sort of vaguely humorous. Like for example, the reason birds can sit on like power lines is because they're robots and they're just recharging. They're recharging, um, yeah. Duh. And so I absolutely love the birds aren't real trait. Um, and the other one I like, it's, it's, it's just, they just look damn cool rather than having a story behind them. But the, um, we've got like the rare creeps have masks on, like bunny masks and different kind of masks. Um, ski masks basically and they look damn cool i don't know actually know what they're called so i don't know how you find them joe might know what they're called um, uh, i think they're balac- i think they're balaclava creeps they're balaclavas that's the one isn't it yeah yeah as as hats. find one as there's hats. one there's or at least a ski mask <clears throat> i'm starting to love this project more and more the more you talk about it. like I, i've seen it uh, talked about a little bit but i'm so glad to have you guys on because <laughs> i'm all about it yeah, and I'm, I'm scrolling. Real. I'm scrolling through these these traits in the background too. We've got Alyssa pulling it up on on the screen here. There they are. Uh, I mean, th- those look sweet. Um, this is a rare trait, correct? Yeah, it's a rare trait, and it's, I just think they're pretty damn cool. They are. They <laughs> yeah, are pretty damn are pretty cool. cool. Uh, that would definitely be on my shopping list. Uh, when I was scrolling down da- uh, through, I went down to the bottom and under the um, the tail. I thought the rainbow tail looked kind of cool. And then there was under um, tattoos, the color tats um, look sweet. So those would be uh, two traits that uh, I noticed. Um, Brian, did you uh, did you find any uh, traits going on? Oh, I like here? that one right right in the middle, the Illuminati with the puffy jacket. Like oh, yeah, we got the yep, pyramid on top. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. That's the one and right any, there. Anyone that says birds aren't real, because I love that conspiracy theory, because <laughs> it just makes sense, because they're not. Just come on. Their birds just aren't there's, real. There's so much meaning in all the traits that Psychome does. Like, you know, those color tats you're looking at, every single tattoo has a story behind it. You know, he That's watched so thousands awesome. and thousands of hours of conspiracy theory documentaries on TV shows, um, and he sort of put them in there. Uh, we just found out today, but for the interdimensionals, he's done this amazing tattoo, which I'm actually going to tell the creeps about for the first time. Hey. Very sadly, two weeks ago, a creeps holder accidentally sent his creep to um, the burner address rather than Whoops. the stake address. And 
uh, it was all a big sad affair. And essentially, he's done a tattoo of a tombstone with the number token that that creep is. And it's <laughs> going to be imprinted on the interdimensionals forever. Um, <laughs> oh, and we're awesome. actually going to hold a funeral in the Discord for the <laughs> for the for the um, for that. You get some creep. Sold me. Oh um, my I'm, goodness! I'm a part of the community. I don't know if I have enough to buy a floor one right now, but I, and just, I'm joining. Just to clarify, that was shared for the first time here uh, today. Mm -hmm. That's of course, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. First time, first time of today. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You guys we love favorite. it. We love it. Uh, I mean, those traits are cool. I got two ones. I, I gotta say. Um, to to hop into my next question here, something we talk a lot about with NFTs and some of the different founders is, you know, building the brand out, right? And I saw that you guys now are represented by three six zero to help bring creeps as a global brand and. For those who don't know 360, I mean, they represent Kelvin Harris, Louis Tomlinson, and also some guy who was in the news recently. Um, his name's Will Smith. I don't know if anyone oh, that, knows. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows why he was in the news, but uh, <clears throat> tell me a little bit more about 360 and what this means for creeps moving forward. Yeah, you know, the idea for 360 has always been to, you know, become a big global entertainment brand. Um, you know, Mickey Mouse was once just a drawing on a piece of paper and, you know, Marvel was just Iron Man on a, on a comic book and Harry Potter was just some words written on a napkin. And I think I think you'll see in the next sort of five years, the next big global franchises, you know, will likely come from NFTs. It's just in a really great organic format for, you know, franchises and entertainment brands to come from because, you know, you start with an initial bunch of revenue and you also got, you know, ferocious fans from day one. Um, and so we, 360 saw that potential and uh, we kind of synced up on a call and chatted all things creeps in the future and the future of the market and the industry and every, you know, all that good stuff. And they shared some of their vision. We shared some of ours and we kind of had a meeting of the hearts and we decided, you know, let's do this. You know, they, they wanted us to be the first NFT brand they managed. Um, and, you know, it, it moves into everything we want to do. You know, we want to do a sort of animated series and try and get it into top 10 Netflix. You know, we want to... We want to do a fashion brand that you can legitimately stand up as its own brand um, and represent a kind of, um, you know, the kind of counterculture that Creep stands for. Um, we're looking at all sorts of other cool stuff. And so, you know, they've come on board and, you know, they're just absolute geniuses at what they've done. And they've, they've built up people's careers from zero to hero. Um, you know, some of those people you mentioned on the management list. And, you know, we really can't wait for them to do the same and help us do that with Creeps. Just, just one thing to add on that, and I think this is, I guess, true of anyone who joins, and I'm, I'm sure you guys are picking up that now, which is, you know, primarily, you know, the guys behind 360 are creeps holders, and primarily they're there for the energy and for the community. You know, they, <laughs> they, they jumped into our Discord, and honestly, um, you know, once we, when we made this announcement, they said, you know, they rep some of the biggest names in the world you know, Will Smith being one of them. And they said when they jumped into the Discord and when they made that Twitter post, they have never seen so much noise across their socials. Oh, and they are, they are totally infected by the creeps, the creeps energy and vibe. So, and I think that's really important for us as a brand is, you know, everyone who's, who's around the brand and everyone who's a part of it really, really cares about building something real and building something meaningful. And, you know, that's that's a kind of pre-requirement when we work with any partnerships or, or anyone comes and joins us is, you know, actually, uh, is everyone, you know, does everyone care about the community? Does everyone care about what we're, we're trying to contribute? So, 
you know, I think it's it's super fun to be working with, with people who believe in, in, in the vision and believe in where this thing could go. And 360 is definitely one of them. You know, I'll echo that statement, too, because uh, we saw Creeps Creeps put out a tweet today that they were going to appear on Benzinga. We put out a couple of uh, tweets as well. And I mean, those saw some strong engagement. And I think that's a loyal testament to the community. Many of them, you know, here right now. Uh, so shout out to Creeps and the community members who are tuning in, watching us live and also, you know, listening to us on podcasts watching this after it airs. So, uh, you know, my hat's off to what you guys have built here. Uh, I want to go back to the shapeshifters for a minute, Alyssa, if you can pull those up. So in the shapeshifters launch, there there was five different uh, celebrities um, themed here. We got uh, 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 Mr. Donald Trump, Mark Cuban, Paris Hilton, Elon Musk, and uh, Snoop Dogg. Uh, my, my question for you guys is, are, are there going to be more of these and I don't know if you can share the names, but uh, do you have names in mind of who uh, would be launched in future uh, shapeshifters? A little sneak peek. There, unfortunately, there are unlikely to be um, any more shapeshifters in the current format. We have promised creeps holders um, that we're going to airdrop them a shapeshifter. The reason for that is because a lot of these guys, you know, they had to burn their shapeshifters. And it's really cool art and it's a really cool memory. You know, a lot of people messaged and said in the Discord that the card trading game that we had for the one week that it happened was the best experience they've had um, in NFTs. And, you know, a few people came out and said they haven't had that much fun since they were a kid. And it, it really meant a lot. So we, we are going to make one more um, shapeshift is going to get airdropped. It's been delayed and all the creeps know it's been delayed and they hold us against, <laughs> hold us against it um, because... Um, uh, we promised it a while ago, but basically we're trying to get a very, very big collab over the line with a sort of big Web2 brand. And uh, we want to kind of try to keep it as a sort of um, <laughs> mic drop moment. But there is one more coming and we're not going to say who it is or what it is. It's gonna be I, I mean, Chris I just saw this comment in the chat that says make a shapeshifter of uh, uh, Brian and Chris. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. tell you guys what to do, but not uh, advice, it, but it looks like it looks the like the community wants it. And I would also throw out, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe if you're working with 360, maybe Will Smith. Um, he's been kind of a, pop, a popular, unpopular guy recently, but uh, that would that would get some headlines. But uh that, that's awesome. And we look forward to hearing, you know, who, who the next one is. Um, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't get that out of you guys today. But uh, I'll turn it over to Brian here with some more questions. Um, well, let's talk about the play to earn aspect. Uh, what can you kind of go over that for us for a second? Just like a brief overview? Yeah, you know, I think earlier on, we mentioned that creeps is sort of created in seasons and each season mm -hmm. we focus on something different. Um, season one was, uh, you know, fun, you know, at, at its core play to earn. We always defined play to earn as, you know, the earn of play to earn, sorry, is, you know, earning cool art um, uh, that you can, you know, have experiences with and, you know, liquidate if you like. Um, and, you know, that's where, you know, you had your shapeshifters, mega shapeshifters and reptile armory come out as, um, you know, these, these cool bits of art that had mechanics and, you know, they yielded Lumi, which was, you know, is sort of uh, the, the ecosystem currency, as it were, to, to get more of these characters. Um, and, you know, season one, the whole point of it was, you know, first half season one was to get these um, characters in your hands. The more Lumi you generated, the more characters you could get, the larger your army. 
Um, and the reason you needed a larger army is because the second half of, of season one was this big mystery box event where you used your yielded Lumi to spin the box um, for two reasons. Uh, reason one was to get points. And the more points you got, you ranked on this, you know, um, hold a leaderboard. And at the end of the experience, we gave away prizes, you know, like a Tesla, a holiday to the Caribbean, um, all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, yeah, just Davidson. little things. <laughs> yeah, just little things, right? Mm -hmm. um, that was, you know, reason one. And reason two um, was to collect shards. Um, and so shards are like these crystals, like diamonds from space. If you got one from each week, um, you were able to open the interdimensional portal to come into season two, which is where we're currently at. And in season two, you know, if you got your shards, you'd get your free interdimensional mint. Awesome. Well, um, I think you did kind of hit on this already. So I'm going to double up the questions. Uh, <clears throat> what is uh, Lumi uh, really used for in general? You kind of already hit on that, but maybe expand a little bit more. And also, do certain um, creeps earn more Lumi than others? Or is there a certain way to like uh, combine it to earn more? Or how does that work? Yeah. Um, creeps, some creeps do earn more than other creeps. Um, basically, based on the, their skin, you know, whether you're blue, yellow, gray, um, green, I can't remember the other colors now, <laughs> but the, um, they're ranked differently and they earn slightly more. Um, mm -hmm. Mega shapeshifters earn more or less depending on the character. Um, for example, Mega Snoop earns more than Mega Trump. Um, and in season two, we've got this mechanic where um, essentially you can either trade your Lumi in for um, Lamex points, or you can switch your yield to yielding Lamex points. Lamex points are like the currency of season two. The reason for that is, um, you know, we've now managed to make a gasless experience. You know, gas is an absolute nightmare in NFTs, as, as you guys know and everyone else knows. And we just didn't want anyone spending a penny on gas. Um, so Lamex points are sort of the new, the sort of currency for this season, and you swap your Lumi into that. Gotcha. I gotcha. <clears throat> so um, you also, another thing that you hit on is the different seasons, but maybe we can talk about, uh, is there a, a certain rhyme or reason to each season? So that kind of rhymed too, but do you have like a, do you have a predetermined thing what you're going to do for each different season and different like era for the creeps or does it kind of decided and then each one's going to be different and hasn't already been predetermined? You know, we've got seasons one to four predetermined not pre-built necessarily. Um, so season one was just sort of play to earn to get these bits of artwork. Season two currently is, um, you know, creating or incubating your uh, interdimensional lizards on next generative projects. Season three will be about a sort of metaverse play. Um, and, you know, we're not talking, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, serious investment into, you know, maybe a sort of battle royale game um, using Unity engine or Unreal engine or something. You know, something really high fidelity, really high quality. Um, uh, and season four, we haven't announced yet, <laughs> so we're not going to. Um, and there'll be seasons after that. Um, but, you know, the reason to have the divide is so that we can focus, you know, wholeheartedly on doing, you know, that thing, that season, rather than sort of cramming it all together and and uh, not optimizing experiences. You know, all the creeps holders will know these are quite, you know, in-depth, high engagement experiences. Um, uh, but, but it's really fun. It gives a it gives a fun cadence and it gives something new and fresh. Um, and I no. 
I think we lost him. <clears throat> I mean, you can finish up for him. Oh, he's back. Oh, we got him. We got him. I don't know where I cut off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I basically, I'd basically given yeah. the, the bulk of the answer. So. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I mean, did you want to add anything, uh, Joe? No, no. I think, look, as Dom said, you know, seasons are really important for us. And, you know, I think the space moves at a million miles an hour. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were, we as a brand to totally stay on top of the wave. And, you know, I guess when, when designing a, a roadmap for an F NFT brand, you've really got to think about, you know, almost the impossible. You've got to think about what's, what exists in six months or what, what does the market want in six months time or three months time. And, you know, the, these seasons allow us, you know, they're typically two, three month seasons. They allow us to, you know, take data from the market of what we believe is upcoming, go and build the actual implementation. But really we, we work under kind of themes that we've set. So, you know, we know that in, in, in season three, we want to go deep in the metaverse, exactly how we do that. We're going to, we're, we're currently taking, you know, data points from what's going on, what's happening. You know, you see plays happening all around from, from the brands, from brands like Yuga. And for us, we're constantly absorbing as much information as possible. So when we do, when we do deliver something, it's, you know, it's 10 X better than everything else. And that's kind of our thesis is how do we, you know, how do we, we give direction and how do we show that actually we're here to build longevity and build value, but do it in a way where we can remain agile, do it in a way where we always on top of the trends and do it in a way, which actually means that when we do deliver something, the creeps holders have the most awesome time because that's the, that's the most important thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I think the last one I have uh, from on my side is uh, this is probably going to be a silly question to ask you guys, but do you spend a lot of time in Discord? How important is Discord to your community? D D Discord is <laughs> like is like going to church, but every single day and all day. Um, it, 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 it since day one uh, uh, until today, and it will be in the future. It's it's extremely important for me and Joe and you know, the rest of the team to be in Discord all day, every day um, for multiple reasons. You know, the Creeps family is really a family. It's a cult at times. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, someone described it earlier on today as like a 24-7 a, a city that's always active, always <laughs> got things going on. And, you know, we want to be a part of that. We want to be part of the family with people. You know, we want to enjoy the brand as much as the holders do, um, rather mm -hmm. sort of rather than just sort of sit in the office as sort of third-party devs. Um, and I think the holders quite like that. Um, you know, I'm, we I are can tell from this chat, from our right. chat. <laughs> you know, we are all <clears throat> co-owners in the brand, essentially. And so, you know, we all, we all hang out together. And I think the second thing is, you know, getting in, in, in sort of conversational products um design data and sentiment is everything um and so by being there the whole time and talking with creeks holders one-on-one -on, -one on dms and having video calls with them the whole time we are getting so much direct data from um from the holders of what they're liking what they're not liking and you know they'll they'll, they'll tell you that we're hyper reactive if anything in experience isn't optimal you know we'll, we'll have a solution to it uh in 48 hours and ship it um, and it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a useful mechanic and it's, it's also builds trust. And, you know, in a, in a space like that acts like the wild west, sometimes, you know, trust is invaluable. I love it.
Look at this scrolling through on the background right now. I Alyssa, mean, Alyssa just wild. joined the Discord, and I can say <laughs> I think I think many of you have figured it out already. I just joined the Discord. I already popped uh -huh. in and said hello. And um, it's cool. I, I mean, you guys aren't being bad, or you know, I, we're not look, afraid. Look at this. Look at this <laughs> so going. This, you guys this, are my favorite. Hands down. This, oh just man, saying. listen to Brian. This community is that. is wild. Uh, a couple more here, but before we let you guys go. You, you know, you already dropped a couple hints. We heard, you know, airdrop. I, I think I heard you talking about, you know, a game there. Can, can you just break down, you know, the, the timeline kind of of what's next for creeps? You don't have to give specific dates, um, but maybe the order that people should expect things in kind of going forward the rest of the year, if you don't mind. Yeah, you know, uh, creeps is a, an extremely exciting time. We're at a time of transition, you know, um, uh, three, three months ago, we launched quite literally out of a toilet cubicle. Um, and, you know, we launched, we, we came crawling out as a little NFT baby brand. Um, and we spent the past three months, you know, turning into a toddler and into a rowdy teenager. And, you know, we're now turning into our adult selves as a brand. Um, we are going through an entire rebranding, repositioning, rejigging of all of it. Um, we're working with 360 on this. Um, we've taken all the learnings that we've learned from, you know, the past three months, and we're going to pile that into, you know, how can we supercharge this brand? You know, the past three months has been about how do we create strong foundational foundations with creeps holders? And then, you know, we're moving forward we'll be like, okay, this is our best step forward. This is really who we are. This is our personality. This is our brand. And now we're going to go into hyper growth mode and really try and spread the word and get more people in, um, and really start you know, pushing forward with these really cool initiatives, whether it's these big Web2 um, collaborations or events or, you know, games or animated series or whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, that's going to start rolling out from a month's time. Um, and, you know, every month from there, you know, we're going we're gonna to do something with a bang. Um, but it's a really, really great time and, and exciting for the, for the creeps. This yeah. is so exciting, and this has been awesome. I mean, I, I hate to to just you know end things. Uh, we got a little bit of time left in the interview in the, the show the today, and uh, we we do have some news to to get to here. But I mean, let let me leave off with this. You know, Joe and Dom, uh, that we want to have you guys back on um, in the future. So maybe when we get more news from you guys, you hop back on because we don't want this to end. Uh, we, we wish you could, ha we could have you on every day, but I know that wouldn't work yeah. out for, for everyone <laughs> here, but, uh, Joe and Dom, before we let you go, anything else to, uh, you know, say to, uh, creeps holders out there or anyone who maybe hasn't joined the project yet? You know, to creeps holders, it's just an eternal thank you and gratitude. Um, you're the most awesome bunch of people. Um, you know, they're, they're so supportive of each other and of us. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they literally crowdfunded, you know, two ETH for a um, non-holder who hung out in the Discord a while. And they thought, huh, we want to make him official. And so they crowdfunded two ETH and bought him on. Um, you know, people have had, um, you know, engagements and weddings they've supported. People have had family members die and they've been supportive of that. And it's, you know, it, it's, ju it's just a real amazing uh, place to be. And they've, they've, they've made our lives and all of their own lives, you know, incredibly fulfilling. So I think a, a big thank you to them. And, um, and actually, you know, a, a thank you to you, Brian and Chris, you know, uh, this is a very surreal moment being here because, you know, 
we grew up in the NFT space listening to you guys and the wisdom that you have and the sort of smart intelligence you have and on all the good things. You know, there are a lot of bad actors in this space, but there are some absolute jewels who, who try and steer the space into the, the place that it can get to and uh, full of honesty and sort of uh, good stuff. And you guys embody that um, more than anyone. So, so thanks so much uh, for doing that. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure being here. Oh, thank oh, you so much that. for those kind words. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. Uh, anything yeah. else to, to add here? <laughs> no, no, I just uh, repeating Dom's word. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and for new holders, you know, I hope you can see from, from you know, the, the amazing community support we've got today. You know, Creeps is really a special place to be. You know, it's, it's, we have something for everyone, whether you're here for the art, for the gameplay, for the storytelling, the lore, for the shows, for all the crazy things, the meme competitions. You know, Creeps is, really embodies what culture um, in NFTs is about. So, you know, I guess all I have to say is get ready for the invasion. Oh, we're, we're, we're all for it. <laughs> Man, this is, I, honestly, again, this is my favorite one of the my favorite <laughs> interviews we've done. This is a lot of fun. You guys are amazing. You guys are great guests. Community's awesome, and there's a lot of positivity, which I really like about uh, about you guys because you you go into some spaces and it's just full of just nonsense or spam or whatever. This is just a lot of fun, and there's just you just feel good about it. So I'm all about it. I like you guys a whole lot, and I'll yeah. definitely you'll be seeing more of me for sure. Yeah, this, this has been this has been awesome and you know again thank you guys for the kind words uh we we do this show you know to to bring interviews with founders of the different projects to share you know details that behind the scenes look and the the forward looking right what's what's on the roadmap but also just to connect with communities which we're seeing you know today and uh you know my hats off to you guys you have built a great community here one of the most active chats i've ever seen on benzinga youtube before wow. Um, so again, my, my hat's off to the community here. I, I hate to end this, but, uh, we're, we're going to let you guys go. So Joe and Dom, uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. So let us know when you, uh, you have more to discuss. Remember that we'll, shirt uh, bring you back on. Yeah. We'll and we gotta get shirts. some, we gotta get well, some merch. We Just, uh, you can oh, DM it's me or a list. You can DM one of us <laughs> and we'll, we'll get you the information. We'll, we'll swap them. So yeah. Awesome. Right. Sh I mean, that what's on. <laughs> We'd love mm -hmm. to stay connected. We'll shoot you guys when we have cool news and we'll love to come back on and, and share that um, exclusively to Bazinga first. Oh, yes. Let's hear it. Yes. Got love it. it. All right, Deal. guys. Well, have a great uh, rest of the day and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you Cheers, Bye. guys. Bye. Uh, Brian, I, I don't even know what to say and where to go after that i mean that was wild th this has been insane uh this has been wild the, this community is amazing uh you know we've witnessed this several times right during our different interviews we've seen you know communities show up they've been active in the chat but i mean i don't think i'm lying and you know i think you'd echo that but i have never seen a chat like this during one of our mm -hmm. interviews i uh, think we're that smart <laughs> Hey, I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, Brian, I went and joined the Discord and I immediately I got a, bun a bunch of welcomes, a bunch of hi, uh, a bunch of Benzinga, one of us, which they're still going. Um, we're we're going to be talking about creeps more in the future. Uh, we definitely oh, got yeah. to uh, You'll see that. a lot uh, more of them, for sure. I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to segue away from creeps just for, for Wait, sometimes the, we have to. the rest okay. show, right? We're going to talk about some news, which we often do here on the roadmap. So if you're new and you've never watched us before, which I'm sure a lot of you today, 
Um, we also provide news and headlines and education along with these interviews we do. So Brian, one of the things we've been talking about lately is we actually launched an NFT bracket um, with yep. 64 different NFT teams um, competing, mm -hmm. right, for the title. And I just wanted to remind everyone that voting on the final four for the semifinals ends on April 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And I don't even think I need to pull it up here on the screen, but just uh, uh, so you guys know, um, the, the, the votes are close. They are incredibly even right now, Brian. I don't know if you've looked, but uh, Star Catchers and Doodles is tied 50%, 50%. And over on the other side, Lazy Lions has 48%, Crypto Dads 52%. Oh, my dads. So those are insanely close. So we want to make sure every vote gets counted. So yes. I dropped that link in the chat. Make sure you vote. And I mean, Brian, I'm just going to throw this out here. We might do another bracket before March. Because uh, this was fun, but otherwise, if we do one next year for March Madness, I know I'm going to be putting in there, and I just have this feeling that they're going to make it really far. They're going to win. Uh, yeah, next if, year, if it's like sorry, what we just saw. <clears throat> sorry you uh, didn't make it into the bracket this year, uh, and, and we'll get you next time. Promise. All right. Well, yeah, uh, Brian, worry. I saw some big news last night, so I got done working. I was outside playing with my kids, and then I saw a notification on Slack, right, what? from one of my coworkers, Logan, that said, hey, check this out. Tom Brady may have just aped into Board Ape Yacht Club, right? And, and a creep. I, <laughs> I wrote an article, and we still don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but Tom Brady yeah. tweeted out, a response because this board ape has what looks to be a, a cigarette or a joint in his mouth. And Tom Brady tweeted it and said, I didn't inhale. And to me, the fact that he retweeted that, like, why would you share that if you don't really own the board ape? Because what he retweeted right. was in response to someone saying, Hey, welcome to the board ape community. So Alyssa, if you want to pull up that, that picture uh, of the ape here, um, it, it's, there it is. I mean, so so the cool thing here is that one of the traits um, is what's called a World War II pilot helm hat, which is only on 1% of apes. So, Brian, if you go back to, like, the old days of football, the leatherheads, right? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that mm -hmm. thing as their helmet, I, I feel like this perfectly represents kind of the, the old school football look. So it does. I... I feel like that's why this is possibly the one that Brady owns. Um, and, you know, again, we don't know the details for Maybe sure. Check but, uh, the wallet. We can try to well, see. So I checked it. the wallet and the wallet, someone bought it yesterday mm. and then it got transferred to another wallet. And that wallet that it got transferred to only owns like five NFTs. Mm -hmm. And it's just random. It's all Tom Brady's face. Yeah, so so we don't know for sure, but it appears that Tom Brady is a member of Board Ape Yacht Club. And to me, this is a pretty big deal, right? Because obviously Brady is a huge figure in the space. I mean, uh, he retired. Now he's coming back. Um, but also he launched a apparel brand called Brady Brand. So there's a possibility mm -hmm. maybe of doing some merch or something. Ooh. Um he also has an NFT company called Autograph that he co-founded that uh, has some He's NFT drops with, with DraftKings, right? He mm -hmm. has a partnership with 
our mm-hmm. friends FTX, right? He's an investor in FTX, the sponsor of today's yeah. episode. Spokesman too. He, yeah. yeah, he's in the commercials. He is huge. And to me, the fact that he owns a board ape, I feel like is is you know, as big, if not bigger than any, you know, celebrity joining that project because of his ties to the NFT space. So I think that's a pretty cool deal. The one question I have, Brian, I I think this was before you were on the show, but uh, I'll I'll even put it up here. Last year, a safety for the Colts. Um, Check these out, Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A board ape on his cleats. So I tweeted out to to Tom Brady last night. And I mean, Brian, he... He didn't respond. Automatically message you back. He didn't respond because he's a busy guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he saw it. But I said, win cleats, right? Because I want to know when Tom Brady's going to put his ape on his cleats. And I guess we'll find out in the future. I mean, I guess um, he's got he, one more season in him at least. <laughs> at least. The other celebrity I saw join the, the community, um, Brooklyn Beckham, who is the oldest son of David Beckham, <clears throat> soccer superstar, bought a mutant ape. And this one was kind of interesting because uh, he's actually owned the mutant ape for quite a while, but he made it his profile picture yesterday and said, you know, hashtag new, uh, new profile pic. And uh, this one's an interesting conversation, Brian, because, you know, Brooklyn uh, Beckham, you know, grows up in this web three generation. David Beckham was around before that. Right. So my question here is kind of connecting. I mean, you're a dad, I'm a dad. Like, how important is it for kids to be getting into the NFT space and having that influence maybe on their parents to get into crypto and NFTs? I feel like that's something we've seen, you know, especially Christmas time, right? It was a big topic. Everyone was like, you know, everyone's going to be talking around the dinner table about, you know, buy Bitcoin and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, How important do you think this is to see uh, David Beckham's son get into mutant ape and possibly that leads to David Beckham getting into the NFT space? I think it's pretty cool. And like anything else, just like, as you said, as a dad, um, I know a lot of stuff about kids things because my daughter likes certain things. You know, I, I, she's always talking about some new show that, you know, now I have to watch. And so now I'm buying the toys for it. Now I'm watching the new movie. And now we got to wait for this. Got to get this one when this comes out. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And like we talked about with, uh, <clears throat> I think it was Toy Boogers uh, or, or no, it was Cool Cats. Talking about the plushies and all the different merch and stuff like that that's tailored for kids. Getting them involved. So, yeah, I mean, it's huge. Get David Beckham involved. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're going to follow whatever your kid says he wants to do. I mean, my daughter's got me wrapped around her little finger. So, yeah, I can't say no. Yeah, and I mean, like like I said, like I'm seeing, you know, uh, I'm showing my kids more and more NFTs, right? And Mm -hmm. using them as kind of a gauge on the artwork, the ability to make it a show. Um, I've shared before, you know, Robato's is one of their favorites, right? So, you know, hats off to Pablo Stanley, the artist who's been on the show before. They're making that into a show and based on what my kids say, which my kids are only, you know, three kids. It's not every kid in the world, but they want to see that made into a TV show. Right. And that gets uh-huh. me excited that, you know, we're, we're going to make it right. Some of these projects are going to be really cool shows for kids. Yeah. And it's and- awesome to get them involved in this whole technology in general, get them involved early, because in my opinion, this is what's going to run the rest of their life and if you know if my daughter knows how to how to deal with cryptocurrency and deal with nfts at an early age she's going to be a lot more successful you know or way earlier than i was so i mean you know kids these days it's perfect yeah definitely 
Uh, Ryan, I, I, we, we get, we're running out of time, but I want to get through a couple more headlines here. I saw that uh, um, Axie Infinity parent company, Sky Mavis, they announced a new $150 million funding round led by Binance. Uh, Anamoka Brands, which owns the Sandbox, they were also an investor, as was A16Z, which is Anderson Horowitz, uh, a famous investing fund. Um, but Brian, what's interesting about this is that they said the funding round, so $150 million, is combined with Sky Mavis balance sheet funds to ensure that all users affected by the Ronin hack will be reimbursed. So my, my question to you is that, I mean, we talk about stocks a lot, you know, with Benzinga private companies, uh, you raise money to support your future growth. What do you think of Axie raising money here to really, you know, refund people potential losses and keep their existing user base? You know, is that the right idea here? Uh, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's really respectable for a project yes. to do. Um, we've had uh, the one of the co-creators of Axie has been on Moon or Bus whenever I was doing that show. He was one of our guests. And it was really cool having him talk about it and how to see how like genuine and caring he is about the users uh, for his project. Because, I mean, they're one of the biggest crypto projects there ever has been. So it's really awesome. I think that's it's great that they're, you know, trying to give back and trying to, you know, help out people who are affected by this huge, huge, huge hack. So um, I, I think it's super respectable and they have nothing but good vibes for me. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. And Brian, the, the cool thing about this funding round was that they shared some new uh, statistics, right? Which we love to talk about here on the show. Uh, Brian, get a load of these numbers. Axie has processed 10 times more all-time volume than the second largest NFT game. Ronin has processed three times more NFT trading volume than all other chains except for Ethereum. There are 2.6 million people that own Axies, which is four times more than the next largest NFT project, which is NBA Top Shot. The Ronin there it is. wallet we, we named it on this show too. Every, every episode, show. every episode, NBA Top Shot. The Ronin <laughs> wallet has been downloaded three million times, with 2.2 million monthly active players. Axie is the most played NFT nuts. game of all time. Those stats are mind blowing of That's how nuts. far ahead they are in the the the, the gaming space. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not even a contest. I mean, they are so much further ahead than anybody else, but there's a lot more room to grow. Very new space. And let's see more games uh, involved. I mean, uh, evolve from this too and match what they're doing. But yeah, it, it's crazy how successful they've been. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it, Brian. We're, we're out of time. This has been a great one. It's been a great couple of weeks. Um, I, I don't think we're going to have an episode tomorrow. Unfortunately, uh, I have prior obligations, uh, a.k.a. my kids. Um, and uh, we'll do a replay, though, I think, of that Cool Cats interview for anyone who missed it. Should be it. good. And Check it out. We'll, we'll be back next week. We got a full load of interviews coming. I know we'll be talking uh, to some of those projects uh, that we talked about yesterday's episode, right? We talked about, Tuesday. yeah, we talked about uh, projects to watch in April and Toy Boogers. They're coming back on the show because they're going to talk about Kitbash Boogers, that combo with Cool Cats. 
dead fellas and robotos. I'm so excited great. to hear about that. So uh, cool. shout out to all our new viewers and listeners who tuned in today from the Creeps community. We'd love to have you come back and check we us out. You. The roadmap airs 2 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That's going to do it. Everyone take care, and uh, we will catch you in the Creeps Discord.